I've always had my kids around me on set because I want them to see me working and I want them to see me loving my job so that they can understand that, that they can merge those things, that they can have joy and work at the same time. Welcome to The Art of Fatherhood, a podcast that takes you on the journey of fatherhood. Now here's your host, Art Eddie. What's going on, everybody? Art Eddie here for another edition of the Art of Fatherhood podcast. I'm very happy to have this guy, Christopher Landon. We're going to talk about his new movie, We Have a Ghost. It's great. You can check it out on Netflix. And of course, great guys like himself love talking about their fatherhood journey. Thanks for taking the time to chat with me, sir. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man, no doubt. We're going to get into uh, We Have a Ghost in a hot second. But first, let's talk about your journey as a father. When you found out you were going to be a dad, what was kind of going through mind, sir? I was pretty scared <laughs> and excited <laughs> and nervous and all the things. Um, but no, I was, I was, I was very, very, very ready for it. Ready for the adventure, adventure of it all. Um, I, I mean, I've always loved kids. I grew up in a huge family um, and I've grown up around, you know, tons. I have like 14 nieces and nephews, you know? So like, it's always been a part of my life. And so being able to start my own family and go on that journey was, was really exciting. Nice. Talk about some of the values you're looking to instill into your kids as they're growing up. I think for me, the most important things are, you know, honesty and empathy. I think empathy is is really, really big for me. Wanting my kids to understand that, you know, every every person out there is experiencing their own hardships and their own struggles, and that we're really sort of there for each other, you know, and we're not there to judge. We're just there to try and sort of help each other out. So that's been a big one for me. And also just to sort of find joy in life and whatever that is. I've always had my kids around me on set because I want them to see me working and I want them to see me loving my job so that they can understand that that they can they can merge those things that they can have joy and work at the same time. It's something that I experienced with my own dad um, and would visit him quite a bit at work and, and saw how fulfilled he was and how happy he was there. And so that's another thing that is really important to me. No doubt. And empathy and just knowing that everyone's going through their own thing, I think is highlighted. Obviously you wrote the movie. Uh, uh, we got a ghost, you directed it and you know, you just, and you produced it. So I love having a movie like this where you can talk to your family about those, you know, just those things that characters are going through. And, you know, we're going to get that in a second, but I love the fact that the things that you care about and the things you want to teach your kids are in your movies. What is something that your kids have taught you about yourself or about life that maybe you didn't know was there until you had kids? I mean, I think the first thing that I learned was I couldn't appreciate my capacity to love that much. You know what I mean? Like, I just remember like, you know, holding my my first son and just going, wow, this is intense. Like, it's just, it's just a whole other level. They've taught me a lot about, about patience. <laughs> I think most, <laughs> most parents relate to that where you're just like, wow, I kind of want to throw you out a window right now, but I'm just going to not do that. Um, and you can't walk away from it. You know what I mean? Like there's like, often we sort of are able as adults to kind of remove ourselves from something that is challenging or, you know, difficult, but like parenthood is like, nope, you're walking into that fire and you got to see it through. And you also have to do it as with as much grace and control as possible so that you don't teach them the wrong things. Um, but also like I've learned to be more forgiving, you know, too, of not only of myself, but of my parents, you know, because you realize, well, wow, this is a tough job. 
this is not an easy gig. And I like all those times that I was like really crappy to my parents or blame them for stuff. I'm like, okay, I get it a little bit more now. So I'm shocked my parents didn't throw me out a window, but um, <laughs> they probably tried, but the window was closed. Um, so yeah, you know, lots, lots to figure out. Love it. The acknowledgement of all, you know, what your parents did. I remember I called my parents once I graduated college and I was out on my own. I just called them. And I said, thank you. And they're like, for what? I'm like, for everything. And they're like, what? I'm like, medical bills. Like I had to you know, like replace uh, my windshield and all this other stuff. I'm like, just thanks. And they're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so. I'm sure they're a shock for them too. <laughs> um, one last question uh, before we get into your movie. For you, dad hack or a piece of advice for new dads listening to this, what would it be? God, a dad hack or a piece of advice. Oh my gosh. That's a really tough one. Weirdly, you know, like I, I think of weird things. Like I'm thinking right now automatically of like the baby, you know, the baby carrier, you know, that yep. you would click into the car. But I remember someone showing me a weird way to hold it where you like slip your arm through the handle and then you hold it on the outside. And it was the, suddenly it like, didn't make me feel like my arm was going to break off. <laughs> Cause I'd have to carry that thing forever. And I remember that being like a really good hack where I was like, wow, I wish I'd known that sooner. Um, that's a good one then. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's definitely a, definitely a good one. I don't know. I think nature walks are great too. I just remember like with the, with the little ones, like that always calmed both of my boys down, like just put them in, just put them on you and go outside and walk around. And it was like, ah, <laughs> nice. Uh, congrats on, we have a ghost it's on Netflix. People should definitely check it out. Love the fun. Love the heart. And like I said earlier, love the messages, especially like of empathy and, um, for you, I know that you've done a lot of stuff in the horror genre and all that stuff, but I think there is some horror to it. Um, I feel like there's almost a cool nod to like Beetlejuice at one point, maybe in the beginning and all that. Totally. I love that. But talk a little bit about what inspired you to kind of make a film that I think encompasses a lot of genres, whether it's, you know, horror, whether it's a family picture or whether it's kind of like an adventure movie because they're trying to solve something that's going on that they're like trying to, you know, put the bits and pieces together to form that puzzle right yeah i mean look i love to mesh genres you know I've, I've i've always say that like i would say that life is many genres right like a given day can be a horror movie and a comedy you know what i mean like we all we all understand those 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 movements and you know i think as long as you're sort of going on a journey with a with a specific character you can kind of go through anything and it will all feel kind of connected um, and thematically in this movie, like, you know, I wanted to explore how, how sometimes we become disconnected, you know, you know, not, not only from our families, but from, from other people and especially how, how technology and social media can exacerbate that. Um, and then also really wanted to explore the complicated relationships between fathers and sons, you know, as I, you know, wrote this movie, I was already a, obviously a parent myself, really meditating on my own relationship with my father who had passed away when I was 16. So I never got to have those adult conversations with my dad, you know, where I was like, oh, I understand it now. And so for me, this movie was a way of working through some of that. Um, and, and also just sort of really touching on the fact that like, parents are not superhuman you know, and they're not perfect. And even though we tend to sort of idolize our parents at a young age, and we do sort of worship them and look up to them, there is a point where you where you come to see them as, as who they really are. And that's something that I that I really talk about directly in the film through Anthony Mackie's character, where he has a speech in the movie where he really talks about that. Um, and I just wanted 
yeah, I just wanted to present this, this, this dad and this relationship in a really honest way that I don't feel like you see that much. You've done that in so many great ways. And, you know, just to talk about Anthony Mack, I kind of want to talk about the cast and all that and you, how you guys selected or trying to go for certain characters. Love Anthony Mackie, but I was like, you know, especially from a father's perspective, like, man, he's sometimes kind of a jerk. And like, when you mentioned the scene about, or just like the idea of social media, the fact that they're all kind of like sitting in, there's boxes over there and everyone's on their phones looking away. And like, you know, Anthony's character's like, let's let's do something else. Let's kind of switch it up. I think all parents can relate to that. But then also more meaningful from what you just said about not being able to chat with your dad after, you know, cause your dad unfortunately passed away when you were 16. It almost now makes it more emotional to me with Ernest, the ghost and how they had to communicate because you couldn't really talk. And you almost had to think about what they would be saying or like trying to be like, what would he say here? I don't know if that was maybe your intention, but just what you're talking right now, like, no joke, got a little goosebumps just, just kind of when you were thinking about that and watching the movie, I'm like, man, that just, that almost hits home even harder. Yeah. You know, look, I think the, especially the Kevin Ernest relationship, which is in some ways like Kevin sort of yearning for a father figure to pay attention to him and to sort of really see him and understand what he's going through. And that these two characters don't have the advantage of, of language to communicate with each other. So they're really having to operate on a very gut level and on a very emotional level. I think that was that was a really powerful component to the film. But yeah, I mean, look, all, I think all my movies to some degree are, are are pretty personal. But I think this one was was the most, you know, like this was the movie that I put a lot of myself into and a lot of the stuff that I've been trying to kind of, like I said, figure out and sort through. Um, but I just get to do it in a really fun way. Nice, man. Two more questions before I hit you up with the father quick five, you know, you obviously, like I said, directed it, produced it, uh, you know, did the screenwriting for that and all that. A lot of people take away different messages from movies and all that, but for you, what do you hope people take away from this film? Cause I think it's a great conversation piece. Like I said, my family and I, my wife and I, my, my daughters love talking about like what we took away from the movie. And I feel like there's a lot of different conversation points that people going to have for this but for you as someone who created this what do you kind of hope that people might take away from it i mean i hope that people recognize that you know our time here is is limited or unknown and that you know you don't want to waste your time sort of holding grudges or you know feeling bitter or doing things that are just about you you know that you just want to kind of be able to pull your loved ones close and, you know, and appreciate the time that you have with them, you know? Yeah. So that for me is a big, a big part of it because, you know, Ernest, you know, it, it's, it's a really tragic character because he was robbed, you know, of his time. Um, but he still gets to have that, that, that sort of redemptive closure at the end of the film. Um, and so for, you know, and I think that really sort of hits home for that family. For, for Anthony and for everyone else in the family, like that they need each other. They need to hold each other close. No doubt. It was, it was such a great movie and I, I can't high, you know recommend it even more than I am right now for people to check it out. Like obviously your dad, Michael Landon, no, you guys are no stranger to the TV and film industry and all that good stuff. When did you know? What was your kind of like, did you have an aha moment? Like I want to go down this path. You know, it's funny. Like my aha moment was, was in a, a movie theater. Um, opening opening weekend uh when i saw aliens the james cameron movie <laughs> yeah. and i love the movie so much 
but there was a there was a scene in the movie that like a famous scene where you know ripley comes out in the loader and you know shouts at the at the alien um and the whole audience went nuts and i and i just was like it was like a drug i was like oh wow like i want to figure out how to do this um but also like a big part of it was like I, i had mentioned before like i grew up on sets um and i really saw my dad incredibly happy and fulfilled at work and saw his other family you know which was his crew yeah um and um i don't know for me it was it was very aspirational you know to sort of see someone uh really enjoying the work and seeing how it affected people you know like every day we went out somewhere and people came up to him and you know thanked him and hugged him and it was it was really a powerful thing to grow up around and to see that and to sort of say oh wow i it's it's that's something I would like to do, not in front of a camera. That's where we were wildly different. Like you couldn't, like this is as much as I will ever do, because um, I do not want to be in front of a camera. But, um, but I really love the power of the medium and being able to make people feel things. Love it, and you and you do, man. And, and no matter the genre, no matter the film, man. Uh, this, you know, obviously we have a ghost uh, follows that suit and with with your work. So thank you very much, Fatherhood Quick Five. Favorite family movie right now? Do you guys have one? I don't see, but my, my idea of a favorite family movie may not be other people's like, we've talked a lot about poltergeist today, but it is one of my favorite family movies in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so that's probably way up there. I love Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, I think that's an excellent movie again, because it takes a really difficult subject and it, and it allows people to talk about it, you know, like divorce was, it was something I went through when I was a kid. Um, and no one talked about it, especially when I was a kid, it was like a no, no subject. It was just something that happened. And I loved that movie for being so honest with kids about that. It's going to happen and it's okay. Yeah. You no, know, you can yeah. still be loved and figure it out. Is there a band or an artist you couldn't wait to introduce your kids to? Um, I'm very excited to figure out a way to make my kids appreciate Radiohead. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to play it in the car and they're not having it. Um, So that's fair. So that's fair. So I've gone to a lot of the classics, you know what I mean? Like my kids definitely get to to listen to some fun stuff, but yeah, if I can somehow figure out to get them into Radiohead, that's going to be awesome. Nice, man. Describe the perfect family vacation. Where would it be? (sighs) Honestly, you know, always in nature, you know, we love a beach, you know, I love just hanging out on the beach with my kids you know, it's just kind of always perfect. I'm, I think it's our happy place. So that's, that's my favorite. Nice. It's going to be weird. Cause I bet, I, like you said, you mentioned Poltergeist and you, since you're doing the circuit right now, but a lot of people are asking like favorite horror movie or what is this or that? Let's, let's kind of flip it up, flip the script. You have a dinner table. No one's going to try and kill you, but three people are going to join you from like horror genres. Who would you want to like have a dinner with and just like shoot the, shoot the breeze with. <laughs> now, are we talking about like fictional characters or real people like filmmakers? Any, any, anyone. Hey, it's, it's, well, your, uh... I would, I would take, first of all, I would take John Carpenter nice. right away. Yep. Um, I would love to sit with that guy and just hear his stories and talk to him. And then I would also like, you know, fan freak out um, <laughs> on him. Um, so that's definitely one. I would love to meet Alfred Hitchcock, but I don't know if that's doable because, you know, he's not around and probably Sam Raimi. Okay. You know, nice. Like yeah. I'm a huge Raimi fan. So I think that would be another one. That would be a real win for me. Nice. Great, great answer right there. And uh, lastly, top three words you hope your kids would use to describe you as a dad. What would you want them to be? Loving, funny, 
and supportive. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. People make sure you follow Christopher on Twitter at creature. That's C R E E T U R E show. Uh, and on Instagram at the Chris Landon and make sure you obviously check out the great film. Uh, we have a ghost on Netflix. Thank you so much. I know you've been doing a lot of these, but I really appreciate your take on fatherhood in this movie. Great. Like I said, a lot of great messages and I can tell that, you know, there's a lot of you in this movie just chat with you, but I wish you and your family continued success, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks for checking out this week's edition of the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Please rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And also go to artoffatherhood.net. You can have a chance to check out some great articles like the weekly Dad's Doing It Right column, the Collector of the Week, and many more. Plus, you have a chance to win some very cool prizes like video games, collectibles, all that good stuff. Go to artoffatherhood.net. And please make sure you rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts because I'll greatly appreciate it to get the word out on the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and go to artoffatherhood.net.